Hey, what's up, everybody? This is another episode of the Whiskey Sessions. Thank you so much for joining us. Amet's here with B Pimp, and we are joined by a very special guest for this episode, B Tams. What Hello, is up, buddy? B-tams. How is everybody? Everybody is good here. B Pimp, how you doing? I'm all, I'm all right. I'm excited. So it's a special episode because the NBA season is winding down and the playoffs are about to start. We're waiting with bated breath on whether the Chicago Bulls will be in the playoffs. We know they will meet quick defeat with whoever they face, <laughs> should they make it. But uh, They're four games under five hundred, yes. I believe. But they always show up and beat really good teams. Yeah. They do. If they do make the playoffs and they get the opportunity to be on TNT a lot. <laughs> Every Thursday night during the playoffs. <laughs> we all know the TNT Bulls will show up. I think they'll probably sweep Cleveland, sweep Boston, yeah. depending. Well, Cleveland's who they face. going down the tubes. Oh yeah, they're so not playing any kind of defense. They just need to worry about Boston. Yeah, no. The great thing, not only about the Bulls being so good on TNT, is that we get the opportunity to watch Sir Charles Barkley again give his great commentary. Definitely the best uh, halftime and post-game shows that we have. I, I would like to talk about something I saw recently. Um, I was watching some old SNL. Uh, episodes and there was one that Charles Barkley hosted and one of the skits they did was called donkey basketball (laughs) and he was literally just sitting on a donkey with I believe it was Adam Sandler David Spade Tim Meadows and Mike Myers they were all just sitting in front of like a generic like camp looking scene Mm -hmm. and they were all on donkeys well Tim Meadows was standing next to a donkey which like two minutes into the sketch just walked off set (laughs) and he just went "Mm." And the whole premise was that Charles Barkley was going to be instructing them on how to play basketball while riding donkeys. <laughs> and this was... A skill you should know. Yeah. I have to say, it probably was the worst SNL ske- <laughs> sketch I've ever seen, which is a, saying a lot. Um, I was taking, I was watching it, and I'm like, the rest of them were bad. Like, he's not an actor. But mm. then that came on, and I was like, what is happening? And you could tell, like, Mike Myers was confused why they were doing it like <laughs> when he would talk to charles barkley he was just like like delivering his lines in a really weird way it was all just a mess this so is really bad if you get the opportunity go check that out donkey basketball on youtube and this is probably from 20 years ago yeah be close to it i think yeah. it was like i think it was yeah it was somewhere in that range it was pretty old so we're going to talk about best dunkers but before we get to that i think we should also mention just just give predictions around the room about who we think is going to win the championship and who we expect to be in the finals. Okay. B-Tams, you want to go first? Sure. Um, as easy as it is to say Cleveland is going to be there, I think they're beatable in a seven-game series. They are. I feel like Boston. If Boston shows up um, and they play how they can play, I think Boston can take them in a seven-game series. So I'm going to go with Boston. I'm going to go with Golden State. Golden State is a juggernaut. Um, they will be the two of them in the finals. I can see that. Boston, I, LeBron James has been to the finals six years in a row. Yes. Which is crazy. That streak has to end at some point. So we shall see. Plus, Boston has Seattle favorite Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he's Let's good. be honest, the real Isaiah Thomas. The real one. <laughs> Not the one who ruined many franchises with his GM abilities. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> B-Pimp, who you got in the finals? I'm going to go with um, Cleveland. Okay. Despite my better judgment. And Houston. Okay. Houston? Yeah. Right. I'm believing in Houston. 
It's not going to... I mean, this is... I'm doing this because if it happens, I'm going to look like a genius. Yeah. Because, every, I mean, Golden State's probably going to do it. But Houston's got a weird... Like, Mike D'Antoni's the coach. They take a shitload of threes. James Harden's been unbelievable this year. They don't play any defense, but they have a really good offensive roster, so I'm just going to go with it. I feel like they can play the same game as Golden State. Yeah. And if it just depends I, on the night. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. They, they could do that. They shoot a ton of threes. Yeah. Like, um, I have... I think I'm going to hate to say it, but I think it's going to be a three-peat in the finals. Golden State versus Cleveland okay. again. But, and I'm going to predict that Cleveland is going to win again. Okay. Oh, I forgot to predict that. Part of the prediction is Kevin Durant will crumble under the spotlight. Oh. Interesting. I just... Uh, those I are fight it. words right there. Yeah. Those are Kevin Durant fight words right well, there. Well, I mean, I like Kevin Durant. I have no qualms with him. I got to see him as a rookie when okay. he was on the Sonics. Oh, yeah. Before the team... Well, did yeah, he yeah. play one year before they moved? He did, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that sucks. He was... That's a tease. He was a real skinny kid. Yeah. And... I remember watching him at Texas. And you could see flashes shocked. of him. He was going to be good. He was yeah. going to be a star, no question. So we have to pick our winners. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. Um, I'm going to go to Golden State. Okay. Pick them. I'm going to say Cleveland wins again. All right. Okay. We got two for Cleveland, one for Golden State. Uh, so I think that means if Cleveland wins, B-Tams owes us $100 each, or is that combined? <laughs> um, $100 bottle of whiskey for the next week. Oh, okay. Wow. There All we right. go. Laying it down. What uh, if Houston wait, wait. wins? What do I get? Houston's not bad. But speaking of whiskey, uh, B-Pimp, why don't you tell us what whiskey we are drinking for today? Thanks to B-Tams. We've got Glenlivet, but it's Founders Reserve, which is a variant that I've never had. And it looks delicious. What kind of proof are we dealing with? Um, Does it say? I don't know if the proof is on there. With scotch? A bunch. It doesn't. That's interesting. Wow. Oh, no, it does. 80 proof. Okay. 80 proof. Oh, okay, that's pretty well. 80 proof. It's a nice bottle. It's got a nice little uh, baby blue signature panel under the Glenlivet label. And it's got like a seal on it. Do you have any uh, special I have never had this one specifically. I've had Glenlivet Nadura, which I'm a very big fan oh. of. So I saw this one. Figured I'd give it a yeah. shot. Let's take a taste. Yeah, cheers. Cheers about. It burns good. It does. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's good for scotch. Like I drink, I've I've had regular Glenlivet, plain mm-hmm. old Glenlivet, on a number of occasions, which I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. This has slightly different. I don't notice to it that I can't figure out. I'm not noticing that much smokiness either. No, it's no. not as like. Yeah. A lot of times it feels like you're in a smokehouse. Yeah, it doesn't have too much scotch, of that, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's pretty smooth. No, it's got a very. Uh, I don't want to say piney, kind of mm-hmm. like an outdoorsy. I agree with that. This would be a good camping whiskey. Yes. Yeah. Sit around the campfire on a cold winter's night, smoke yeah. a pipe, some scotch, drink some scotch. Absolutely. I'm gonna do some camping this summer if it kills me. I have not done very much over the last few years. Lisa's got a cousin's trip that they go on every year that I always refuse to go on. Maybe I'll just go with them. Where are they going? They go to. Sh- Sheboygan, Wisconsin. No, it's in Illinois. <laughs> it's out west near Galena, but I cannot remember the name. Schrockford? No. <laughs> no. There's a bar there called Poopies. Poopies. <laughs> oh, right. they got Lisa's gotten two of her tattoos at that bar. She I know that. It's an bar. interesting place to get Yeah, it's like a biker bar in the middle of nowhere. Huh. All right. 
but uh, they like doing that. Is it East huh. Dubuque by chance? No. Okay. No. Totally forgot what the name of the town is. Well, we'll never know. We'll never know until Lisa <laughs> tells me, and then I'll talk about it like in six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, our uh, top five list for this episode is the top five all-time NBA dunkers. Yeah. And it's 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 up to we're not talking. I mean, I kind of geared my list toward in-game dunks, but it doesn't matter. We're just talking dunk dunkers, best dunks. You know who these people are. I don't think we have to give it too much more context than that. These are our top five all-time NBA dunkers. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, B-Tams, why don't you start it off? Who is your number five? All right, so my number five is Vince Carter. Um, the reason, the main reason I picked Vince Carter at number five is that when I thought of all-time greatest dunks, I thought about his dunk in the 2000 Olympics. Yes. When... And I wrote it down. Uh, Frederick Weiss was yeah. the guy's wow. name. Wow. He was man. like seven um, foot two. Yes. And the great thing about that dunk is that he literally just jumped over the guy. Yeah. Um, and I was reading a little bit about it, and they said this is before YouTube, it was before the internet, it was right before it started happening. So we didn't get as much play yeah. as what people thought it would get. And you, I mean, watch you could Sports watch it thing. Yes, exactly. Forever. Exactly, Whoops. and you can watch the dunk on repeat, yeah, over and over. Again. Oh yeah, right. And it basically, from what I understand, is Weiss was somewhat of a NBA prospect. He was, and after that dunk, no after, longer, nope, he no was longer. Done. That's it. That's so. Anytime you can have a dunk that's essentially a career ender. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's pretty impressive. It's a reason to be on a top five list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> B Pampu, you got number five. Number five for me is Shaquille O'Neal. Whoa! Right. Didn't right. even think about. I that. had to do it. He wasn't a dunk contest guy, but he was an in-game like vicious dunker. Yes, yes he was. And there's a number of examples of him just. Catching the ball, like the thing about him too is like he's so big, he looks like he would not be athletic, but mm-hmm. he would catch the ball and just like do disgusting things with it. And then there's also like the fun videos to watch where he's like tearing down backboards or shattering them, yes, and tearing the rim yeah, support down and just totally breaking the whole support, which is impressive. Yeah, just watching the thing retract down to the floor. It's, yeah, yes, it's just like I've died. Yep, and then he, you know, runs back down and does his. Taunt moves. I yeah. just always enjoyed Jack. Now, and, and there's never been another dunker like him, obviously, just because of his size. Yeah. My number five is probably the only curveball on my list. Desmond Mason. Ah! Right. Is this because of the Sonic? No. Well, who's to say? But he has <laughs> won a slam dunk competition. He's been, he I think, in two or three of them. Didn't he do a really good crop but under the legs? Yeah, and he was like, so fluid as a dunker. Yeah. Great in-game dunker, too. Perfect size. He was like 6'6". Six, six. Perfect dunk yeah. size. And he, uh, after he retired from the NBA, he's like a legit artist now. Mm. Which doesn't have much to do with his dunking skills, but... He, like he draws? Or he paints? He paints. Oh, and he's paints. good. He has like his own studio. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, he's the kind of player that I always hoped would be a little bit better than he ended up being. But uh, all the same, awesome dunker. Alright. Nice. My number four... Shaq. Ah! Uh, like wow! It. I'm the like only it. one leaving Shaq off the list? Yeah, man. I, I just... And it was... The dominance, the size, what you said. No other dunker ever like him because his physical presence. But, again, him ripping down rims, <laughs> yeah. bringing whole it's baskets It's so much fun down. to watch. It's, it is. And on top of that, just his personality on the court, 
and the way he played the game on top of that, and then when he threw the ball in, I mean, yeah, Shaq. He was fun to watch. Yeah. Like, he was a good recipient of alley-oops, too, because yes. he even would, like, you know, some guys that get an alley-oop, they'll do something acrobatic. He would just, like, it was always power. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. he would catch an alley-oop and just throw it down as hard as he could. I always like that. Yes. Who do you have for uh, your number four? My number four is Vince Carter. <laughs> All right. Hey, <laughs> so we've got some, you know, we're copacetic here. Um, the only thing I would add, we didn't talk about the dunk contest, Vince Carter dunks, which, if I, was it 99? 2000. He, it was 2000? Okay. Yeah. So that dunk contest was the one that I remember the most of any that I was, like, ecstatic watching it. Because he it was, was amazing. When he did that first dunk, and then... You could just tell, like, that it was the first dunk, but it was, like, a showstopper. Like, it was so good. Yeah. And nobody had seen them, nobody had seen someone do a dunk like that. Well, and the other thing, it was the first dunk contest, I think, in about, like, three or four years. Yeah, they, they had a hiatus. doing it for a while. Yeah. And Didn't they keep the three-point competition and not have a dunk contest? Yeah, I believe so. For a while, which is weird. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, it was, like, people like, just needed time away from yeah, dunks for a little while. I exactly. Guess. But he was... He was very entertaining, even in games. Like, you just watch mm-hmm. him dunking. I know there's a difference. Like, some guys would only be able to dunk in the contest, and some guys only dunk in games. But he could do both. He was, like, one of the best. There's a lot of people who consider him the best, which I think is a little strong. But I think he was very, very good. He definitely was. My number four is, speaking of obscure, uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> number four! <laughs> Wow. Uh, he played for the Bulls. Okay. Uh, I think better known as a wizard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. He and was also... In the minor was... league soccer system. <laughs> I believe okay. he's also an actor. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. Want to talk about another movie that doesn't age that well. Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Michael Jordan, very fluid. You know, great dunk contest. I don't think he had as many dunks on people. Uh, as some of the other people on this list. Well, but, what about um, the Patrick Ewing one? That was the best one. It was the greatest. When he did that, time. when he did that, like spin but, move. That thing. was amazing. It was it was the whole thing. Yeah. It was him being boxed into a corner. Yeah. Juking out two people. Yep. Coming back in. One was John Starks, and one was John Starks. Yes. Absolutely. And then dunking on Ewing. On Ewing. But I'll make this argument: the other bull uh, that is not on my list, who I think has actually a better dunk on Patrick Ewing it's than Michael Pippen. Jordan, is yes. Scotty Pippen. Absolutely. I thought you were going to say Steve Kerr. And the way he. Pushed down Patrick and Ewing. Walked right over. Oh my god. <laughs> Patrick Ewing was pissed. Is that the one where there's a clip on NBA Jam of that in the yeah. opening video? Is that that dunk? That's possible. I'd have to. When he like looks at that. the camera afterwards? I'm not sure about that. What uh, I remember about that is he dunks on him and he's like swiping Patrick yeah. Ewing's yeah. arms away from him and then <laughs> just walks on him. And just... Scottie Pippen had that look in games. When he were in the playoffs, he just got that look like, don't. F with me. Yeah. Kind of look on his yeah. face that Pippen looked to him. So yeah, yes, that was uh, yeah. So that's my number four, three. Uh, I have Clyde Drexler. Oh my God, I neglected Clyde Drexler. You know what? He wasn't. He didn't have the biggest dunks. He didn't have powerful dunks. Smooth. Mm-hmm. Earned Clyde, his nickname. Yes, Clyde the Glide, baby. He the, he was just a smooth player and a smooth dunker. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy about it, but just. Brilliant to watch. He was also a member of the Phi Kappa Slamma at yeah. University of Houston with Hakeem Olajuwon, which is a nickname based on dunking. Nice. And it's surprising that he was that good of a dunker despite entering the league 
as a 40-year-old. You know, <laughs> 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 he was 75. Hair yeah. was gone. He, he had a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. No, Clyde, that's a great pick. I just totally forgot about Clyde. So I'm on number three for me is the Rain Man, Sean Kemp. Just, and... uh, we're on three, not one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's my number three. He, um, he did have some good dunk contest performances. I believe he did that, like, what's the, is there a name for it? The one where he, like, looks Kicks like back. he's running? Yeah. And he has his legs, kind of, you know, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know either. He, he was in a bunch of dunk contests. He was never, he never won one, though. No. I mean, yeah. it's hard. He was, like, 6'10", right? He's big. It's yeah. hard for the big guys. Like, Dwight Howard has won mm-hmm. a couple, mm-hmm. I think, and he did some interesting stuff. But, like, Chris Anderson was, would try to be in dunk contests. He just, he just couldn't do anything. Like, they're too yeah. big. They don't look as graceful. Yeah. When they're dunking, so... But I think what you said before, and probably what you're alluding to with this, the in-game dunks. Yes. It's oh. hard to compare his in-game nasty. dunks with many people. They're nasty. Because yes. he was just... Vicious. He could. Yes. He had a really good vertical. It Combined with the fact that he's already so tall and he's got long arms and legs, like it just makes everything look awesome. Yeah. You know? And not to compare him to our current president, but I always heard that he actually... The one thing that held him back was he doesn't have huge hands. Oh, he can't okay. the ball particularly well. Okay. So that, you know, that was, could hold up charts. Yeah. You're number four, which is still bothering me that Michael Jordan was your number four. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when, and other people do this, but I think Jordan, I don't know if he was the first, but I think of him. Yeah. When he's being defended and he's palming the ball with one hand and oh, he's yeah, just wait. out here and nobody yeah. can get it. Yeah. Always love that. Movie. I don't yeah. remember who that it was who he did that again. It was like Mark Price or somebody like that. Gerald Wilkins. Where he just like like was just yeah. palming the ball around him and making him look like a <laughs> yeah. total fool. He liked to make people look bad. Yes, so, yeah. My number three is Dominique Wilkins. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, there were a lot of Human battles. highlight reel. Yes. He, he dunked with a, a viciousness that was close to Sean Kemp. Okay. Um, he had those great... Slam dunk contest battles with Jordan. And uh, I don't know that anybody does it like a better tomahawk. And he, the way he could elevate was... How tall was Dominique Wilkins? 6'7"? I, I would guess 6'7". Okay. Like he that. was a small forward. Okay. I feel like he was somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. A couple inches taller than Jordan. Yeah. I think Jordan was listed at 6'6", six, six, but it was common knowledge that he was like 6'5". Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, whatever. I mean, and I don't know how you count like Dominique Wilkins' hair. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah the sweet flat top. Too. Yeah. So. Man, I miss flat tops. I know. Well, they came back. They're a resurging. Bit. The '90s yeah. are coming back. There was, I would like yeah. to see more flat tops. There was like a receiver on the Bucks that had one last couple years that was like really big flat top. Well, it doesn't count if it's a football player. He's wearing his helmet most of the he time. He had to get a bigger helmet because he was so big. <laughs> I think. All right, are we to round number two? Yes. Uh, who you got? Number two, Sean Kemp. Um, oh, we've got a lot of interplay. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot. It's hard to argue with Sean Kemp, though. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's a fan of basketball is going to have Sean Kemp on their top five dunkers. It's just yeah. without question. I if you've ever seen him be. dunk, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, for all the reasons we mentioned, Sean Kemp, I, we were watching a clip earlier. Um, I always enjoyed the one, and I forgot who it was, but he dunks on him, and then he points at him with two fingers <laughs> and retreats back to playing defense. So <laughs> it uh, is the Lister Blister, as they call that dunk, because it's on Alton Lister. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. nice, that's a good name. He, um, just, he had such attitude about it when he died. Yeah, he did. Which yeah. is what I also appreciated about it. So, my number two is Michael Jordan. He is, um, of course, the greatest basketball player that ever lived, so we don't really need to cover that. Right. 
Um, I will mention a couple specific dunks that we haven't talked about that I liked. I don't like his free throw line dunk as much, but there was another one in that same dunk contest where he did the he came in from the three point line at an angle, mm-hmm. and then he kind of hung and almost went yes. sideways. He's yes. good at that sideways dunk. His yes. head was looking at the rim, he, like his eye level was at the rim, and he just throws it down. It's wasn't such there a, a wasn't there a poster of him in outer space doing that? Dunk? Yeah, Do yeah. You remember what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, it was so just everything about it was perfect. Like that's that's why he's on there. He's up there. Number Can't two. argue with that. My number two is Vince Carter. All right. So we've talked about the dunk over the Frenchman. We've talked about... <laughs> Poor Frederick Weiss. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to hear this podcast. And be like, oh, I need another baguette. But really, I think the slam dunk contest that he won in 2000, I, I still think it's the best slam dunk contest of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's... I remember specifically, I, uh, I think I was in... Would have been my freshman year of high school... And I was going to a Tolo dance, which is like Sadie Hawkins, whatever you call it, depending on the high school you went to. Okay. Girls ask guys. And I remember it was a group of us. We went over to one of the girls' houses, and we were waiting for them. But they had like a a TV in whatever, the foyer or something like that. And it was just on the slam dunk contest. And I was like, can we just... Wait before we hang out for a little bit here. Chill. (laughs) It was amazing. I mean, between him and Tracy McGrady and Steve Francis. Yeah, Steve Francis was uh, great. But all five of Vince Carter's dunks in that competition are perfect. Yeah, and it also says something that like he like never messed up either, which makes a huge difference in slam dunk competition. But yeah, Vince Carter, perfect windmills. Yeah, more fluid than any player ever. I think. Yeah. And you could also do the under the legs yeah. move. Yep. And it turns out he can still throw it down. Yeah. And he's 39 or something, and or 40. F- yeah. And he's still playing like still playing. significant minutes as a bench yeah. player. Good for him. All right. We are down to number one. All right. Michael Jordan. All right. Um, I know it's a homer answer, but it's... No, I, mean, uh, I know we talked about it, but I'd like to go back to it for a second. The dunk over Patrick Ewing. Yeah. When he's trapped in the corner... Gets away from two people, dunks on you. It's my favorite dunk of all time. Yeah. Um, That's great. Another great. one that I really love is the one over Matumbo. When he oh, wags when he did the, the finger. Th- yeah, got it. Matumbo on the Hawks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because Matumbo used to get in his face. Yes. And that was a great and retribution. I, you could tell how much Jordan just really appreciated doing that to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know? it's. Uh, he looked very happy. He did. He did. So, Anybody, yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, I totally get that. Anybody who's ever dunked on Matumbo gets the right to wave yeah, so back at him. Yeah. So Camp, who you got? My number one is the human highlight reel himself, Dominique Wilkins. All right. Uh, I made this decision not too long ago when I've always just by default said Michael Jordan's the best, mm-hmm. but I rewatched some of the dunk contests that are now available due to the wonders of YouTube. And Dominique Wilkins' dunks were just a thing of their own. Like, he the dunk he was the dunk I think of when I think of him is when he comes on from the baseline and runs sideways and then does that he brings the ball all the way down to like his toes mm-hmm. oh yeah and does that tomahawk it's so just aesthetically pleasing everything is, he was known for like the power of his dunks mm-hmm. but the fact that we were talking about earlier he's like a pretty he's like a small forward so he's a little bit bigger than like Jordan was and he still had the ability to like with his vertical and the power that he would dunk like everything just looks great and it was really really just thunderous when he would dunk and i always liked it so that's my number one yeah ton of power behind his dunks my number one 
you might not expect it, but Sean Kemp. Oh boy. Obviously, I'm from Seattle, and I, I can't argue that there is some homerism involved. But we've talked about the Lister Blister. We've talked about his slam dunk contest dunks. I always liked his reverse dunk on Dennis Rodman in the finals, where he just sat on him afterwards. <laughs> uh, and we've seen dunks on Matumbo, and he's had just tons of great dunks in his career, including, I think, a really awesome reverse slam on Kenny Skywalker. Uh, his rookie year against the Knicks. Yeah. But more than anything, I just feel like every time Sean Kemp dunks, it seems like a bolt of lightning happens. Yeah. It's there's something supernatural about it. He had a he had the power. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting that we had three different number ones. I feel like even though it there is. was a lot of a lot of overlap. Yeah, overlap. So Sean Kemp is my number one. B-Tans, who you have on your honorable mention list? Uh, Dominique Wilkins was definitely on there. He was the only one that jumps out. The other one, and I, we talked about this earlier too, Blake Griffin. I was trying to think more um, modern. Mm-hmm. He came to mind. And again, local answer, but Derrick Rose. When Derrick yes. Rose was in his prime with the Bulls in the 2008, 2009, 2010, he was so powerful. When oh, he yeah. dunked the ball, this is all wrong game was about power. and Even his layups were, like, yes. aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everything he did was aggressive, but he, for as small as he was, too, he's, what, 6'1", 6'2"? Yeah, yeah I right think somewhere there. in there. Um, didn't play that way at all, though. No. no. Um, so, yeah, those are the two that came to mind. Okay. Yeah. I had a, a few here. Um, Dr. J. Okay. Yeah. Got a... Old school. Yeah. Um, also, Daryl Dawkins. From back in those days, who so Chocolate Thunder, I always liked that that was his nickname. And I, there's some, you could find some like rare clips of him. He was like the shatter the backboard guy when that yep. first mm-hmm. was a thing. I also had Clyde Drexler, Spud Webb, just because I liked his dunk contest performances. It's fun to watch somebody that small get up that high, like Nate Robinson, kind of mm-hmm. the same vein. Oh yeah, um, Larry Nance, and Cla- oh, I forgot about Larry Nance. Yeah, Larry Nance was pretty his son now plays for the lakers and he has the same kind of like long like bean pole but they could do some stuff yeah i also think jason richardson doesn't Jay get Rich enough love is good yeah because he was a dunk contest superstar like he, he could twice. do some crazy stuff yeah. he had a sweet under the legs like reverse yeah one, that was really good yeah those are mine my only complaints at least with dunk contests for the last 10 or 15 years is a few too many under the legs yeah, it became a thing where it's like, mm. how can you do it in yeah, a different like, way? Like, somebody throwing it to you, whatever. If I never see another under-the-legs dunk again, I'll be fine. Yeah, see, that was always my thing with the dunk contest. It's after a while, what are you doing that's so yeah. different than what everybody else is already doing? Right. Yeah. Well, that's why the last year or two, it's been interesting, because, like, Zach Levine and... Um, Zach Levine has been great. Who was the... There's another... It was two people. The guy on the Magic. Um, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Aaron Gordon. They've both been doing some interesting new kind of yeah. stuff. What are but they I heard doing? this was not familiar with it. The one from like, two years ago was especially good. Yeah. Do you any I, come to mind that's one of my favorite dunks was Aaron Gordon caught a pass from like the mascot or something, but he did a perfect under both legs. Oh yeah, that's right. But he was like in a sitting position. Yeah, he was able to okay. pull his and legs he, up to get the ball under both. And, and it, it was it like a reverse, hand. like left hand. Yeah. And like it was got just pretty so high. Gotcha. It looked it really looked good. Gotcha. And he's like six ten too. Yeah, so it was okay. interesting to see somebody jump that high to do sure. that. Yeah, but Zach Levine is just smooth. Like he's kind of like a new. He's kind of like how Jason Richardson was, I would say. Okay, but he's a little bit more explosive. So there's been like I I watched them on YouTube and stuff, but 
Uh, this year's I heard wasn't very good. Yeah, it it, it had the problem a lot of dunk contests have where misses. I mean, it might have been good dunkers, but when you start those misses start piling yeah. up, it mm-hmm. just kills the momentum. There was one year when Nate Robinson missed like eight in a row. Kept doing it, yeah. and it was just like, oh god, I don't want to watch it. Anymore. Yeah, they gotta. I don't know. They 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 mess with the rules every year, but it's just like yeah, just do th- two or three, and if you don't get it on the third, that's it. Right. But uh, yeah, some of my favorites, Doctor J. I mean LeBron. There's a yeah. lot of power in there. I'm yeah. Not saying he's like. I feel like LeBron gets overlooked when people talk about like if you're going to put a team together all time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so easy to skip over LeBron because yeah. he's so fresh. Because everybody's trying to. You think be, of like he would be in my starting lineup. Yeah, but yeah. it's like almost an afterthought that LeBron comes to my. But mind. you could put him in any position too. That's the yeah, I, yeah, I will say. Play center against like the old centers. Yeah. The greatest dunk that he could have had that never quite happened was this last finals. It was at the very end of the game. I don't know if you remember. He was about to cram it on Draymond Green. Uh-huh. But he was fouled pretty hard, and the dunk just missed. Oh. But it would have been an all-timer. And yeah. I really wish that went down. Also, Brent Barry, another Seattle representative. <laughs> Blake Griffin, and I think DeAndre Jordan. Really? Um, I don't know if you've hmm. seen that alley-oop where... I know he's going up against Brandon Knight, who's like a point guard. Oh, well, yeah. But he... Brandon Knight fell so hard after he got done. <laughs> there would be like YouTube videos where people would like manipulate it and show like a gravestone. <laughs> that reminds me of we didn't mention when you were talking about Derrick Rose, but um, when he dunked on Dor- Goran Dragic and Stephen yes. King said like, "What are you doing, Dragic?" Because <laughs> yeah. it was such a like such he a did have for him to be there. It's it's easy to forget like how good he was because he's his career has been so mad yeah. ever yeah. since. But I mean, once like, that first knee went, I mean, it's not been the same. Yeah, thing. it's been a shame. But yeah, yeah Amari Stoudemire, Scotty Pippen, surely just for that Patrick Ewing dunk. Yeah, and Scotty to me was similar to like Clyde, just smooth. Mm-hmm. The way that they threw down it. Was yeah, because he had smooth. really long arms. Yes, and he was yeah. dunker. But yeah, so if you have other thoughts, some dunkers you feel that we left out. Uh, perhaps a Kenny Smith. Between the legs, <laughs> off the backboard, and... reverse. <laughs> yeah. Which Kenny, I mean, that's, Kenny Smith was pretty only good. like 6'2 or something. Yeah, not like, big. That's pretty, that's pretty yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and uh, email us your suggestions. Uh, you can email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at, at whiskeysessions. Maybe a Brittany Griner since we had all men on our list. Oh, good point. We had no female <laughs> dunkers on our list. True. True. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, speaking of email, we're going to go ahead and get to your emails. This is your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right, let's dig into our emails. B Pimp, what do you got? All right, so we got a Hawkwolf630 emailing us um, from the Dupe Dupe, which I believe is DuPage. DuPage County. So, <laughs> he says, Yo, dudes. Uh, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Love the show. Um, I know you guys just had a top five on frozen pizza. Liked it, loved it, want some more of it. Really just wanted to check it and see where you guys were at in terms of major chain pizza. Talking to big boys here. Hut, Papa J's, Domino's, <laughs> I love Caesars. Big boys. All factors considered. Not looking for a ranking, just your general thoughts. We're sweating like grease monkeys out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do we think? Chains. Uh, for myself, I grew up a Domino's man. Yeah. Wasn't a huge Pizza Hut fan. Papa John's came on a little bit too late. Yeah, when was Papa John's hasn't been around that? I didn't really no. get Papa John's late in 90s, college. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say Domino's. Okay. I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. What separates Pizza Hut for me is that they had the stuffed crust pizza. Uh-huh. It would have yep. the ring of cheese going through the crust in there. And the more cheese I can get on the pizza, the better. <laughs> really? Uh, an idea on their part. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they're visionaries with that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. Okay. I'm going to go Little Caesars. All right. Little I like the $5 take, uh, you know, hot and ready. You can go in there anytime. It's a good value. Pick up a $5 large pizza of, I personally, of varying quality. Yeah, I haven't had Little Caesars in a long time, so I can't... I'm not sure where it would rank for me. I don't remember the last time I had a Little I like Caesars it. pizza. Yeah. If I'm going to get one, if I'm going to get a budget pizza, I'm going Little Caesars. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you can... If you're feeling... If you're going on a budget, but you're feeling a little bit, you know... You want to spend, splash out some cash, you can get the crazy bread. There you Whoa, go. But then there it's really go. splashing out cash because they charge you individually for the sauce, too. What? So, what? what? Yeah, you can't get sauce with your crazy bread. you got to buy it. Wow. So if you really want to go big. So they're expecting you to eat the crazy bread without the sauce? Yeah. If you don't buy it. Well, you gotta buy it. I, I, don't, I feel weird about this right now. I don't. I don't like the way this feels. Wait a minute. They charge you extra for yes. the sauce. If you want the sauce, you have to pay. That's like charging you extra for the cheese on a pizza. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> it. it happened within the last ten years for sure. I don't know when it was, but I know at one point we would go and you would order an order of crazy bread. It would come with sauce. And then one time we went, some friends of mine, you know, down in the south suburbs, we went and got one. And then we ordered crazy bread. They didn't give us sauce, and we said, "Where's our sauce?" And they said, oh, it's like another dollar or something. They charge you a oh, dollar. It was even yeah. 50 cents or something. No, they like, charge you a full dollar. Yeah, it's like a dollar 19 wow. or something like that. Well, I'm feeling better about my Domino's. <laughs> I feel great about I'm Pizza Hut right now. I'm still sticking with it even though they do that. That's how I know I, I still go there from time to time, even though they're upcharging me up the wazoo. Yeah. All right, well, fair enough. We have uh, <laughs> another email from Keith. Uh, and he is from Nunya Business, <laughs> which I'm assuming is Lansing, Illinois. Ah, uh, well, I guess. Uh, okay, he is referring to our episode of Top 5 Saturday Night Live cast members. Okay. He said, one of my favorite episodes, but Keenan Thompson is fucking awful. <laughs> Never adds anything to any scenes. I strongly disagree with this. And all I have to say is, Big Poppy. I can laugh at that all damn day. Doesn't Kenny Thompson do the what's up with that? Yes. yes. Those skits are hilarious. Yes, they are. <laughs> Those are great. Keith, what are you talking about, man? I do sort of understand where he's coming from in a way. Like, I don't... In the wrong way? No. Okay. I, I think when we mentioned him... We said something good about him, and we didn't really give any context. I don't even think he was in our top five. No, he wasn't. He was an honorable mention. Yeah, so what's he complaining about? But I think, like, there are things that I like that he does. Plus, he was in Keenan and Kel and Good Burger, which you have to give him credit for that, even though it's not SNL. Um, But I do see, like, he's been on the show for a very long time. Really long time. And most of the time, when I see him on there, he's not really doing anything. But at the same time, I feel like he's holding the sketches together. Really? He plays the host type character all the yeah, time. Yeah, he does. So what is it with that? He has that weird, like, old man character that is on Weekend Update that mm-hmm. doesn't understand anything. Right? Yeah. Like, but, like, between Steve Harvey and Black Jeopardy. Yeah. No, I think he's... Okay. Always, I well, think he's had enough good roles to still be there, but he's just... He's consistent enough. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. do anything that would... I'm going to say I can see where they're coming from, but I am not. I don't feel strongly about it. All right. Well, Keith, we've <laughs> agreed that you're between kind of wrong and really wrong. 
Thanks for emailing. Yeah, thanks for emailing. Uh, if you want to send us your emails, please do go right ahead. It's uh, again, it's whiskey sessions music. Even though remember the music, this doesn't. <laughs> remember the music, even though this we isn't have different about handles music. for everything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we couldn't get whiskey sessions at gmail.com, so we have whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. I want to know why we couldn't get whiskey sessions at gmail.com. I want to know that too. <laughs> we got the Twitter handle. Has got that. We got the Twitter handle, so they don't think about that. But uh, yeah, go ahead and send us your emails, your tweets. Let us know what you think. And again, make sure you give us a five star review on iTunes. Thank you so much to B Tams yes. for joining yes, us. For this episode. Thank you for having me, guys. And for everybody listening, go watch Spud Webb dunk the basketball, too. I don't know how much we talked about Spud Webb. I mentioned we it, talked we didn't talk about it too much. But, but uh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you got to watch 5'7 Spud Webb throw it out. <laughs> he has some hops. Yes, he does. Indeed. All right. Until next time, this is A Mets. And B And B Tams. All right. And we will catch you later. Peace out. See you. Later.